You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims so keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed on 3CR Community Radio, 8.55am on the AM dial, 9.30 every Sunday morning. And Campo, good morning to you, brother. Good morning, brother gorilla. And I hope all the listeners are in good stead out there. Uh, we're, we're, we're sort of dawdling, or not dawdling, crawling towards the line, aren't we, mate? We've had a fair bit going on in the... I think everyone's counting down to the break, and I know next week's a big week for us here in the show. Yeah, yeah, we've got next week, we've got the grand finals the, the, for the Scullywag and the Silky Lala. Oh, we've got a cast of thousands for that campaign. And the Goanna Christmas special. Oh, the Goanna's going to put on something special for us for sure this year. He let us down last year. He Goanna, did, he, I thought he was going to come with a bit more. He built it up and just walked in in his normal gear or something. Yeah, you know? I thought he was going to be dressed up as Santa, you know, God. put a bit of Christmas... Yeah. Pep in it, but he didn't. Yeah, but I know he's got. He was putting the lights up last time I was talking to him, so they're all out. And <laughs> he's done all his shopping. Oh, he's the best, isn't he? Got he even had a haircut. But talk about Christmas. There's not much good cheer down the CSL there at the moment, uh, Campo. Well, no, they're still out. So um, you know, they're still on a picket. They've been out for a few weeks now. Two weeks now. Well, what we'll do, we're gonna. Uh, cross to the picket line and get a direct... Live to the picket line. Live to the picket line. We've got Kylie and Dennis there. Good morning, Kylie. Morning. It's the gorilla here, and you've got Campo. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How you going? Yeah, all good. And how's it going down? The... You want to display the listeners what's going on with the picket line there, Kylie? Yeah, so we've been on a picket line now for about 15 days at CSR in Yarraville. We've been negotiating an EBA with uh, the company. They've come at uh, a dismal 2.75% increase. Um, we've been after a 4% increase, particularly because we know that the company is making uh, billions of dollars each year, $2.4 billion actually, and they've also been bragging in the papers just recently of a 30% increase in their profits. So they've made $86.6 million just in this half year alone. 
So what we want is to see the boys um, rewarded for all of the hard work and sacrifices that they do here on their 12-hour shift, 24 hours a day, um, making the company that kind of money. So, yeah, that's where we're at. We've got a pretty good turnout this morning. We've got barbecues going each morning, lunch is provided, and the boys are really staunch and um, standing strong and united. It's really great to see how much they're willing to stand up to the company. Yeah, so you, you're saying that the, the two two twelve hour shifts and uh, they're the blokes people are getting all the money profits for these um uh, this CSR, and they're not willing to give them any more than two point seven five percent. It's pretty measly rise, isn't it? I've just also announced that they're going to pay their shareholders four point two percent on the tenth of December, but they won't even give their employees that. It's a real shame and and a disgrace. And, yeah, it is, it's pretty bad. Uh, how many are out on the picket line? How many? How many people are out on on the? On we've got the... about yeah. So we've got about sixty uh, members from yep. CSR, and yep. then we've got a really good delegation of our shop stewards um, from all over the city coming down and supporting the boys. That's fantastic. What is your address? That's any listeners and listeners that can come down and support you. Two hundred and seventy-seven Whitehall Street, Yarraville. Yeah, and I was down the other day. There's a lot of support. People are going past, giving you a toot and a wave, and all that's fantastic. Yeah, really deaf after this because the horns are just constant, which has been great, and it actually forced the company to um, stop the office workers and everyone coming in one day because the noise was just too much. Nobody could get any work done inside, so. You know, the support is really great. I was actually there the other day and the police come down because people were tooting their horn. They're driving past. No, the barbecue was too close or something, wasn't it? And we, we said, well, we can't control that. So it's actually good, the community spirit. It's good. We were down there playing cricket the other day. It was pretty good. So if you roll the arm over to your camera. No, nah, mate, it was a bit of a batter. Oh, Kylie, yeah. Kylie actually nearly got me out, but I was too too good. Well, no surprise. A bit too wiry. Oh, the old batter, I reckon. Please. So, it was good. It's a good vibe down there. And we're down there five days a week, aren't we, Kylie? Six till six. We're actually here seven days a week. So, yep. from Monday to Friday, it's six to six. And then on the weekends, we have a delegation of the guys coming in for a few hours each so they can still enjoy some of their weekends. Yep. But, yeah, um, here all day, every day. So, if you can come on down and so- show some support to the boys, it would be muchly appreciated by everyone. And- and they're cracking lads, and we've got to remember this is getting close to Christmas, so I think there, there's a, there's a hat going around. So if it's on the job, throw in and let's get in behind these lads because they're us. You know what I mean? They and might not be on a construction job, but they're just the same as any of CFMU member. And tell us about the OIR person, the, the lady doing the OIR. She's she's pretty poorly paid as well, isn't she? Yeah, well, I think they're trying to base the two point seven five percent increase to the boys. Be- off what they got. Apparently they only got between a 1.3 and a 1.8% increase off CSR, so they reckon that that was good enough and uh, they want to pass that same shit on to the boys. Yeah, but she's a 1.8 million or something, the IR person, isn't she? Or... Oh, yeah, the CEO, she gave herself a nice little $1 million bonus um, to bring her complete compensation up to over $2 million a year. So, you know, when you see those kind of figures being given to one person, it is a bit of a kick in the guts to the members, particularly because they're the ones doing the hard work and sacrificing the time with their family and friends um, doing the shift work. So, you know, we just want to be able to get a fair 
slice of the pie for our members here as well. And the lads took a bit of a, the last EBA, they tried to help the company out a bit because they were struggling, weren't they? And, you know, didn't go for massive pay increases last time around. And this is the way they're getting treated now. Yeah, so last EBA, um, the company gave the, the normal script of doom and gloom and asked the boys to accept a 2.5% increase. So in good faith they did because they honestly thought that they would be able to make that up over the next four years. So, um, you know, the company said that they were going to lose all of these companies uh, clients and customers but in reality they actually gained more over the last four years and um the product they've got the fastest production line so they're one of australia's largest um plasterboard manufacturers and they've got one of the biggest market shares in in all of australia um sharing that with borrell but between um the three major competitors here in australia being borrell csr and etex or sniat um CSR workers are the lowest paid, so we we're not even asking for them to come up and be paying market rate or you know parity with their competitors. We're just asking them to give us a, a pay increase, which is going to cover the the increase of living. So, so how how are the boys going down there, Nev? Is Nev in the Calfia? I believe. Nope, nah, Nev's not there. Nev's not there. Down here. Yes. Down here. Here's the morale. Here's all the lads. Are they enjoying it, or uh, where are we at? Uh, yeah, it was hesitant at the start, but the boys are doing well. They're sick and fast. Uh, they're all supporting each other. They're loving the support they're getting from the boys down here from all the delegation. Uh, Kylie's doing a great job for us. Um, they just want to see this through. They're out here. They're not going back in until they get what they want. That's the go. Yeah, that's good. And you get plenty of support. Well, I was down the other day and you got the barbecue going and people going past tooting horns and all that. Uh, it just keeps the morale up, doesn't it? Uh, does it definitely. The support from the community support from the delegation. I mean, everyone's been down here supporting the guys, keeping the morale up. They've been keeping themselves um, positive all the way through. So CSR's trying their dirty tactics at the moment, trying to get us back in. But um, the boys have got, got just saying, no, what we're staying out here until um, we achieve what we've set out to achieve. Yeah, well, that's the key. Everyone sticks fat and, and, you, and you'll win, no problems. Oh, that, that's, that's the attitude from the boys, and it hasn't changed since day one. So if you are listening, come down, get in behind them and, you know, like I said, dig deep. The boys have been out for a while now, 15 days, and it doesn't look like it's coming to an end real soon. So get in behind them and we'll get the win in the end. All right. Anything else you want to say before we go, uh, Nev or, or um, Kylie? Uh, I think um, we all want to send out a, a really big thank you to everyone that's contributed to the GoFundMe page and all of the sites that have been doing um, passing the hat around and raising funds for these guys. I mean it is a really pivotal time for everybody Christmas is coming up and to lose a few weeks worth of wages is going to really hurt some of our members so the financial support that's coming in from the other CFMEU members is just amazing and overwhelming and everybody just wants to send out their, their gratitude and thanks. Well, all right. Well, uh, everyone sends their support to you. Thanks, Kyle. And thanks, Ned, for coming on the show. And uh, I think Campo's got one of his special... We're going to go to a tune and play one of his special tracks. What have you got from Campo? Mate, mate, I'm going to play Twisted Sister. Um, the boys were singing it on the line the other day when I was down there, so I thought oh, we better throw that on. All right. Well, we're not going to take it. See you, gang. <laughs>
And there it was. We're not going to take it anymore. Anymore. And that's for the for the people, uh, the guys and girls down at uh, CSL in uh, Footscray, or what would you call it? Yarraville. 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 In Yarraville, and um, stick fat. You're doing a good job, and, and you win. No problems. And like we said, if anyone's listening to the show, get down there. They're there seven days a week, six till six. Yeah. All right. Um, now, what we got? What have we got today, mate? What are we going to talk about? Oh. Talk, talk about a couple of jobs coming up. I've, what have you got coming up, mate? I've got one started at Caulfield, Caulfield Racetrack. Uh, it's about $70 million of, of uh, doing new boxes and that for the horse. They're actually going to put the stalls for the horses underground. So a bit of a... a bit of underground? A bit of a new one, yeah. Some of them end up there. Well, that's where you end up in the end, don't you? But anyway, yeah, so it's a bit pretty big uh, job. You know, bits and pieces doing new administration offices and stalls for the horses and a few other things. So... Seven million dollar job. That's a fair, 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 fair size. Who's the builder on that one? Uh, Keynes. Oh. Um. And uh, what else we got? What about you? You got anything coming up? We got a seventy million dollar Keynes are doing a um, cancel local White Horse cancel out there at Box Hill. They're doing a bit of an upgrade there. Mixed use with the police and um, the Ambos. It's all a bit of a mixed use centre out there. So that's coming up. Um, few other ones coming up, which I've discussed, you know, but I think next year there's going to be a lot of work and there's a lot of work coming up. And speaking to some people in the other states, I think there's a lot of work coming up in Queensland. There's a bit of work coming up in New South Wales. So I think next year, right across Australia, it should be a good year for be a construction worker. And there's a shortage of labour, isn't there? Yeah, there's already, we're seeing it already. The in, Minister for Employment, uh, Simo. Simo, give him a call. Minister for Employment. <laughs> <laughs> so there is. And... You know, obviously, in, uh, we should talk about coming the Christmas break coming up too to make sure, you know, the process is uh, the union official, all the shop steward has to do a vote with the men. I know... I, oh, want come, if they want to come back early, mate. Come yeah, back yeah, yeah. early because some jobs obviously reflected with COVID, so some of them will probably be getting dispensation if the men choose to. If the men choose to work, yeah. And uh, we do have some, you know, big infrastructure jobs that have got shutdowns on and that, so there'll be a lot of those workers working through and shout out to all them. And obviously we've got the, I know, the quarantine centre, That's a that, that'll be working through as well. So, but the, the process is, and it's come from the secretary, that there has to be a vote for those affected workers before it will be ticked off, so... And we had a lot of good feedback from last week's show with Annie Duggan and, and Loretta in here on, from the training unit. Annie Duggan's been made a life member oh. of the union. And, uh, and there's a little story drifted back to us. Apparently, uh, her partner, um, uh, Frank, who was Seamus on the Concrete Gang years ago, Frank O'Grady, wasn't sleeping in the, in the bed next to him because Annie had her life, uh, life membership in, in the bed with him. And Frank had to uh, sleep on the, on the couch, which is fair enough. Well, yeah, well, I heard that. <laughs> well, there is a pecking order. And I'm there is a pecking order. And, Frank, you've just gone down another couple of levels, mate. <laughs> so, so I hope you're doing the dishes, Frank, and the lawns and the cooking and all that and looking after our life member. That's it. That's fair enough on a campaign. That's what you've got to do, yeah, isn't it? exactly. And, Loretta, that was good hearing them all. But, mate, they have the, the job that they've done out there with the training is just unbelievable. Second to none. And the... If you ever go out, get a chance to go out to the training unit in um, Port Melbourne, Sabre Drive there, and have a look what's down there and what, what you can get trained up to. So if you're out of work and you know, you're looking for a job and you want some more tickets, mate, go down to Sabre Drive, sign up for some of these courses, and they teach you, train them properly. They don't, it's not just one of those blokes that comes and... Tick a flick? 
tick and flick, signs a bit of paper and see you, you pay and he goes. You get trained up properly down there and when you when you leave there and you've got a ticket for something, you'll be able to do that job very well. And especially like the hard work from where the training centre started too, from where it is now, it's yeah. you know, it's unbelievable the hard work they've they've put in and that's why Annie got a lifetime membership. Second female ever. So Yeah. It was and, great effort. And the other thing is uh now we've we've got the uh some jobs have to have more women on the sites. Well, hopefully all jobs have more women on the sites, but hopefully they get the toilets on them first, you know. Yeah. And plus for the Aboriginals and all that. Yep. Are you talking about the social housing? With social the, housing, all those type of jobs, yes. Yeah, <laughs> there's a word I can't say, and he's trying to fish for it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> all over it. So. Well, I can't say it either, so... <laughs> yeah. so I'm going to say I'm going to have a crack at it. No, no, I'm going to fuck it up. That's all right. Lecumment. Yeah, that's it. That's policy. It. Yeah. So in these social housing in the government jobs, there's got to be, uh, I think it's 40% of the job has to be made up of women, Indigenous, people from uh, commission homes, yeah. financially dis- uh, disadvantaged. Yeah. Um, part of that's got to be, they've got to be on the job and working through it. So that's a big thing. Um and hopefully we we get people and we get meaningful jobs. We don't we don't just want the tick and flick jobs either. We don't want nah. we want the we want people to walk away with a skill that they've got for the rest of their life, not just a I'm traffic control or hoist or take all the old people's yeah. jobs. No, we want genuine jobs. Genuine jobs. We want to see uh, young women, you know, doing apprenticeships and uh, carpentry or painting or, or plastering or whatever. Yeah, and veterans. There's veterans in there and as well. And the veterans, there's jobs for everyone. So. And there's plenty of that social housing. I know I've got one at um, Hawthorne. It's coming up. Um, uh, Hanson and Yunkin are doing it. That's 150 mil. I mean, you've got a couple in your I've batch. I've got two, yep, two. I think, yeah. One in Elstonwick and one in, uh, what would you call it, Jordanville? I think there's a there's a fair few of them right across Melbourne. Yeah, so there is. I've seen a few driving the other side of town. The social housing, which it needs, the money needs to be spent on it. It's miles behind where we well, should we've be. We've never done, oh, yeah, I can't remember, you know. When we last did social housing, so it's a big, it's a big push. There's a lot of social housing for those poor people on waiting lists trying to get somewhere to stay. You know, you know, at the peak, you remember the start of COVID, they got rid, of, they put all the homeless in, you know, hotels and all that. You know, we, we can get them off the street when we want to, but you know, the rest of the time we leave them out there. Yeah, you know, I know, it's, it's cool. a joke. All right, um, what else we got, mate? Well, you're the director, mate. I'm just a follower. Well, ABD, they, they've gone belly up. Um, we're not sure what the latest is on that, but the, the jobs aren't going, so they're trying to find the bill that wants to take them over, but pay all the subbies first, you know, they all made a lot of money. Well, yeah, there was, you know, working, trying to chase up money. There's a lot of outstanding money, the subbies, and there's a lot to work through, but we are in the process of doing it, and hopefully we can get it all resolved. Yeah, it's, uh, I think a long way to go, but anyway, we'll keep you in the loop what's going on with that. Uh, well, we could probably start on Scallywags, mate, because we're coming up to the big one next week, the grand final. Ooh. So I hope Warren's been listening because uh, I don't reckon <laughs> well, I have written them the, the new director isn't as good on the paperwork as <laughs> nah, the old Warren. Uh, not my strength. So. He had his little pad all done properly, but uh, anyway. Yeah, he, and he had little notes. <laughs> if you look at the notes. <laughs> I can't read my own writing. That's the other problem. But... They keep coming, Scallywags, don't they? They, we, keep, they keep coming. Even if we don't have the paperwork, we'll have a result. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. There's a couple of beauties coming up, I'll tell you. Oh. So, look, on the Scallywags, well, they have to say CSR, brother. CSR, for sure. Obviously, you know, they're out there 
we're not talking massive pay increase. We're talking four percent. Four percent. So they've offered them two point seven or whatever it is, or whatever the percentage is at the moment. It's not, you know, we're not asking for sheep stations. And it's, what, 60, 60 workers? And if you made a 30% profit and you're given more, you want to give more money to your shareholders as a dividend than what you do, your workers, workers. you're all kidding. Something's not right there, is there? Sure, no. surely. And, she, and Julianne, she, like we said, she's on enough money to choke a donkey. You know, she's $2 million a year plus a million-dollar bonus. You can see why she's getting it. She's trying to screw the, the boys yeah. over at the bottom. The old directors are giving themselves bonuses. That's a good look. And it? then when they get sacked, they get a pay. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I wish I had that. But what if when they don't make money, they still get paid? Oh, anyway, let's not get going. All right, so that's CSR, uh, CPB. Uh, yeah, uh, that is the North northeast Link. Yeah. Um, obviously, state government job again. We've had subbies not getting paid. Before Christmas, they're holding money before Christmas, and they're subbing. And this is a hard time for a subby because this is when you got to pay out all your holiday pay, Christmas pay, yeah. and they're not releasing money to the subbies. We've already had one subby go broke on the job, and you know this is a state government job. And the state government get up and they talk about women and all this, and let's do all, all this, this yeah. all the happy clapping, you know, let's yeah. oh yeah, let's make everyone form, warm, warm and fuzzy. There's not even a female toilet on the job. If you want to attract women Again. to our industry, and this is if we can't get it right on state government jobs. Where are we going with this? You know what I mean? There's no yeah. crew parts. There's no first aid sheds. There's no amenities, no water on the job, and no female toilets. You know, I mean, old Daniel Andrews. That's one with a lot. Daniel Andrews and his team want to get, you know, work out the contracts before they, you know, carve it up. It's a bloody joke. All right. So I'm. I and we got Ozcast. Yeah. Oz pre, uh, Oz they, they, couldn't beat, they couldn't beat that, though, because they CPB. Mate, well, you know, the uh, Turak yeah. tractor has put them up. Mate, green cars, green panels, mate. Green panels, hot. Cook eggs on them. All right, well, I, well, I'm learning towards CPB, mate. They've got one with a lot there, haven't mate. they? Oh, that's what I reckon. You yeah, know, you happy with that? It's our money, and you know, we they run around. I think we've got a minister for women, and we can't even get bloody toilets on um, government jobs it for females. Like, well, it's a joke. We're, we're, we're just about main campaigner for women's toilets on, on the concrete gang. That should be our motto, I think. Women's toilets. Because I know it's ridiculous. It's, I mean, we've spoken about it on this show, I don't know how many times, but, you know, and we go out next week and we've got another job, no talk, women's talks. It's just. But I get people go, oh, you know, oh, the job went home because there was no toilets, you know, like. Well, if you were in an office and there was no toilets, they'd send you home. You know what I mean? It's why. Well, I don't know. We, we, you know, construction workers do number ones and number twos, yeah. and we need a place to do it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's not that big of a. And women do too, apparently. Uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so CPB, your second last scallywag of the year, and Suki Lala. I'd have to go CSO. No, we haven't done it yet. Oh yeah, sorry, <laughs> Suki Lala. Sorry, Adco. Adco. Well, there's a procedure to be followed. If you want to come back early, you have to have a meeting with the members and have a union official there. And if they vote to come back, you come back. But if they don't, you don't. So apparently at ADCO... They're less than pleased. Less than happy. One turner, the boys had a vote and, you know... Yeah. Well, what happens if I ring around and I can get people? Well, no. Oh, yeah, you threaten the blokes. Threaten the blokes. Well, the blokes said they don't want to work Christmas. Your job was at 100% capacity during COVID. Bad luck. They want their break. But I've had ADCO since I've been down here. Every year, somewhere, they ask for dispensation. I know they're asking there. I know they're asking for the one 
in town. They're digging the hole and they need they want to come back early to dig the hole. Like it's please. please. All right, so we'd go get the suki la la of the second last show of the year. So that's about just about us, I think, mate. So uh, obviously next week will be the last show of the year and we'll announce the scallywag and the suki la la of the year and uh, we'll go out the same old way. Dare to struggle? Dare the win. If you don't fight? You lose. And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang. We're going out with... Billy Bragg, which side are you on? This government had an idea and parliament made it law Seems like it's illegal to fight for the union anymore And which side are you on boys? Which side are you on? Which side are you on boys? Which side are you on? Set off to join the picket lines, but together we cannot fail. We got stopped by police at the county line. They said, Go on, boys, or you'll go into jail. And which side are you on, boys? Which side are you on? Which side are you on, boys? Which side are you on? It's hard to explain to a crying child why her daddy won't go back. So the family suffer, but it hurts me more to hear a scab say, Sod you, Jack. Which side are you on, boys? Which side are you on? Which side are you on, boys? Which side are you on? Follow my conscience and I'll do whatever I can And it'll take much more than a union law To knock the fight out of a working man And which side are you on, boys? Which side are you on? Which side are you on, boys? Which side are you on? You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.